When's the next time? When's the next time you'd like to record? <laughs> She's going senile. <laughs> Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. I'm your host Ryan, and joining me today is Liz Hi. and Brittany. Hello. And today we're going to be doing another new reader. This is all about uh, Ultimate Collection Volume Four. Uh, so this is the hardcover edition of um, Volume Four. Um, this covers issues 36 to 47. And um, before we jump into that, there's a couple little things we want to go over. Um, San Diego Comic Con just happened and uh unfortunately invincible did not win um the nomination for best continuing series that went to southern bastards i believe but it's still great to be nominated and there's always next year um one awesome thing that came out of san diego comic-con was um on a panel kirkman was actually um asked about uh invincible in other mediums whether that be um tv movie book whatever um, and his response was, something is coming, be patient. Now, Liz and Brittany, now that you've read a good chunk of Invincible, if Invincible was to become something animated, I mean, I've talked about this for a while mm-hmm. with, um, <laughs> with uh, Bill and TJ, um, but I haven't talked to either of you about that. Would you be down with uh, Invincible being like an animated movie or a live action movie or anything like that? I'd rather see a live action movie than animated. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how they could do a live action. That's like, the that's the discussion, uh, like yeah. whether or not it'd be possible. Because even like where you guys are at now, I mean, obviously, if it were to become a movie, whether animated or live, it'd probably include stuff that you've already read up to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'd be hardcover volume one up to the fight with his dad, or maybe a little bit past that yeah. or something. I, I'd really actually think I prefer like an episodic involvement mm. of it just because there is so much I feel like a movie would just destroy it I mean I know everyone feels like that so if it's like made off of a book or something but yeah, it's, it's never like, the same yeah yeah so you wouldn't necessarily want a movie animated or live action you just want it to be episodic because so. it does it does no it does tailor to episodic that is a good point and um when Bill and I talked about it, we mentioned, um, there you go, Bill, there's, there's your shout out. Oh, um, we, t- <laughs> we talked about how, um, it'd be great as like Game of Thrones style, like, you know, short, concise, like, you know, to the point, but I ha- lately I have been leaning more towards animated because things like think of, we need a younger version of Rex. We need, um, monster girl aging backwards. And like, there's a lot of things that'd be really tricky to do live action, um, not to mention the special effects well, I and all budget that. Wise, budget exactly. wise, exactly. That that would just get. I mean, in a perfect world, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the conclusion Bill and I come come to. I mean, in a perfect world, live action would be amazing. Exactly. At this point, I'd be happy if we got like an hour and a half animated movie. You know, like DC puts out a lot of those, you know, animated movies lately, and I'm kind of thinking that might be the route they're going to go. But um, just knowing that, you know, as Kirkman says, you know, something is coming, that's great. That's really cool. So or that's really exciting. Um, they they said um, another not necessarily invincible related, but Kirkman and you know Skybound are doing two other shows um, that they announced that they were going to be working on. One of them is uh, a Korean drama um, called Five Years, 
interesting concept though it's about a f- uh, it's following a family and it's going to take place over five years it might be five seasons long um but it's about a family who uh, is living in the, in the in a world where they can see an asteroid coming that's going to destroy earth in five years how does earth and this family cope and deal with it that sounds horrific does it sound awful i don't even <laughs> want to think about that and this is a show and that's a show, yep, a uh, K-drama, Korean drama. So he's working with, you know, that whole scene to do that. But interesting, though, wasn't there a, um, what's his name from The Office? Drawing a blank. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. There's a Steve Carell and Keira Knightley movie about that. The Friend? Yes, Finding friend. Friends at the End of the World or something oh, like yeah. that. And it was all about, like, right before. And again... I've Not, never seen that movie because of that. Yeah, it's very... I don't want to have to think about it. It's very uncomfortable. I don't want to know. Yeah. Interesting ideas, but very uncomfortable. And then the, and then the other show um, that they're going to be developing is called Chronicles of Amber. It's an adaptation of a book um, that apparently is a lot like Game of Thrones, and that's all I know about it. So that should be mm-hmm. interesting. But um, other than that, things that came out of San Diego Comic-Con, um, Otley had a lot of cool sketches that he put up on Twitter and Instagram, a really cool Joker one, um, some really great stuff. Um, and as far as um, emails and such, we actually got a new iTunes review. This is from Possum Grease, <laughs> and it's, uh, it says, um, now if we can get an invincible animated show, dot, 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 which is what we already talked about, and in parentheses, Great podcast, by the way. So thank you, Possum Grease. Uh, remember, you can go to iTunes, subscribe, leave us a review. Um, and if you want to send us an email, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter. You can find us wherever. So let's jump right into it. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So um, <clears throat> previously, when we talked about uh, Volume 3, um, there was one thing we forgot to mention, and we realized it after we finished recording. There was one page that we skipped over um, that showed um, Rick Sheridan going up to D.A. D. Sinclair as a reanimator, and you could see like a tear going down his cheek and, you know, D.A. Sinclair wiping it away or something like that. And um, so we got confirmation at the end of Volume 3 that Rick Sheridan has been turned into a reanimator, and he is bringing D.A. Sinclair people to, yeah, to, to experiment on. So... Let's jump into this. Um, I guess, yeah, starting with issue 36, um, we get uh, a brief scene of Rex pining over Eve because he found out that um, Immortal is marrying Duplicate, and you get to see him pining a little bit and saying that he, you know, he would have wanted to marry someone like Eve. And um, His brooding is acceptable because of his background, mm-hmm. just remember. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, and then we get to see... Uh, uh, Invincible and William have a moment um, where they're, you know, William's given Mark a hard time about skipping classes and everything like that, which he does a lot in this volume. <laughs> what? No, because no, I've, I've actually said it before of like yeah. how annoying William is. You know, he's like Mark's other girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm just like, oh, yeah. But like you said, they finally they like kind of decide to come together. Yeah. Mark decides to help him. And so they've moved, starting to move on together. Because mm-hmm. the a last friendship. few scenes we've seen, it's been William saying, hey, hey, what about Rick? Hey, you know, like, and Mark's been off saving the world. But now William has a plan and he's going to dress up like a hobo. A, a hobo. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the scene of them, um, 
And he's like, you're not going to fall asleep, right? And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to fall asleep. And then Invincible's like, you fell asleep, didn't you? And then like a second later, you see Invincible sleeping. Um, yeah, I like the particular shot where the Reanimator is carrying William over his shoulder mm-hmm. and he gives, he gives he Mark gives the him. thumbs up. Yep. Like, yeah, man, it's happening. It worked. <laughs> he's so proud of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, during this, um, we got to see the, um, return of Doc Seismic. Um, he came back with these lava men and, um, the, the real important thing that came out of that was that Shapesmith, um, pretty much joined the team. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. he didn't he show up as the twin and it's yeah, like out and, yeah. yeah. Yep. And, um, and we cut back to Invincible, uh, um, attacking with, uh, well, the, the Rihanna man attacking Invincible and Invincible realizing that Rick Sheridan is one of them. And, um, that was a great scene. Yeah, so that scene that goes right into the next issue where we get um, we get William basically tied up. Um, he's wa- yeah, he's waiting for yeah. Invincible to come rescue him. Any minute now, any minute now, like, mm-hmm. oh crap, what's happening? Because yep. Invincible almost loses him in the tunnel system, and yeah. then he's fighting. And- yep, and then um, DA gives him a shot that and he can't move. Mm-hmm. And um, so Invincible... Busts in, and um, we get the scene of uh, Rick as one of the Reanimen is trying to fight back, and William's telling him like he, he kind of like snaps Rick out of it. Finally, well, mm-hmm. because Mark had tried to, but if he wasn't getting through, yeah, and then it was finally William who made that connection. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really mm-hmm. like an important detail of the relationship. Yeah, which is why I brought up how last issue you see him crying a little bit. It kind of shows that there's something. He's still there. He's still inside there. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they, you know, Mark saves the Mark saves the day, um, but he starts to lose his temper a little bit, and he he like slaps or backhands or whatever um, Da Sinclair and like breaks his jaw. I thought he was dead at that moment. Yeah, oh, I, I, I wish he was. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what and that's what Mark says. He talks to um, Cecil about like I hope he gets what he deserves and everything and. Um, uh, yeah, that was a whole deal. Um, during this, uh, we actually got to see Robot and Amanda, Monster Girl, go out on a date. And we got to see the scene with them at a um, trying to sneak into an R-rated movie and buy, <laughs> buy tickets. That was brilliant. Yeah. He's so smart. I loved all the scenes with them in this. Like, they, they started being real cute. and uh, Yeah, I just cool. love how he manipulates the situation mm-hmm. to get exactly what he wants and he always will because he's just that smart yeah and um and then when monster girl says that she's impressed or how do you how do you do it he starts to get all technical and she's like all right don't blow it you know like <laughs> um it's so real yeah and then uh mark and amber get in an argument because mark sees uh amber with gary and he starts to get a little like, why, why? Well, he's like, why weren't you gonna tell? Were you gonna tell me about him? And she's like, why were you at the window? You know, not to go to the window. And they, they start she totally change the subject. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we start to see a little bit of an argument brewing here, and you know, you both. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you wow, both have read so this whole, Yep. So you, you you both read this whole volume, so you know where this is going, but. Um, you got to, you see the seed planted. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like this is this things are on shaky ground and well, yeah, because it was not only were you gonna tell me you were talking to this guy, were you gonna tell me that you had this guy in your room and you're sitting on your bed. Mm-hmm. That's a very intimate situation. Yeah. So. Yep. Not okay, Amber. Yep. Not okay. Um. So we uh, we find out that um you know that Rick and William are alright from the attack that Rick's gonna be okay. 
I'm sorry. And um, um, where is it? This is, I think, when Rick actually talks to um, Donald. Maybe not. No, not, not yet. yet. Not yeah. yet. That's a little bit later. Um, but we find out that uh, William's all right. And um, then we get a scene with D.A. Sinclair in a jail cell. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. And, and I somebody's like, talking. Somebody's talking to him, saying that uh, they're not going to be penalized as long as they agree to their terms. And Cecil offers him a job. I thought I liked Cecil. Thank you. Thank I'm you sorry. for saying this. Because I, I liked him. I've been waiting for the ball to drop yep. with Cecil. Yep. And this is a character flaw. You were right. Mm-hmm. The government reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. Parking in the rear, friends. <laughs> <laughs> But I thought that was great. You 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 said early on that you 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 thought that there was something shady about him, and you didn't you didn't like it. But I mean, this is this is you know, this isn't the end of this is the beginning of this volume. Like things are still okay, but you kind of get to see a peek behind the curtain of how things are starting to be run and might be laying the you know the groundwork for things to come. Right. So. I mean, I know Cecil's thinking about how I can protect earth because mm-hmm. he know you know he obviously knows everything that's going on but i still think it's more than that yeah which hopefully hmm. at that storyline of course i'm sure it will be addressed but yeah yeah I look forward to seeing reading that one um and then the next issue opens up we get we get to see alan we haven't seen alan yeah, since he yeah, yeah. we haven't seen him since he got messed up i know i i was so excited i, I, I wrote alan and Hearts by his name. I was like, <laughs> I'm so excited to see him again. And, and then, yeah, he's like super strong. He like busted out of the <laughs> thing. I'm like, whoa, alien. <laughs> <laughs> he's a nerd. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah, we find out that he's actually stronger. He can, he's like almost impervious. Like he gets stronger and, you know. Which is funny about it because he, he's just like, um, hello. Yeah. Is, is anyone here? Mm-hmm. And, and he's just out. There's a scene What's later that? on that, that you know, of him just kind of like thinking to himself, and it's he's such. They portray him as kind of like this simple-minded, like goofy, like he's just a nice guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm just yeah. a nice guy, you know. Well, that's why we like him. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and doesn't that? Yeah, Thaddeus, Thaddeus. comes in and talks to him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. telling him that he's gotten so much stronger. It, he's comparable to. I can never say Vultramites. Vultramites. I always want to say Vimitrolites. I don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so anyway, and then Alan's asking him, like, how do you how do you know this? Like, what are you comparing it to? Mm-hmm. And then the reveal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the leader of the Coalition of Planets, Thaddeus, yeah. is a Vultramite. But then I was like, he re- I obviously know he's not the one feeding the information. You're right, because there was that. There was that. That, uh, but I think he would have a really good idea as to who mm-hmm. was, you know, yep. the snitch. But anyway, I... I forgot I, about the snitch. You're right. There's still that person on the coalition. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, we've got... He was the first Viltrumite to leave. And so, he, he wants Alan to basically get Mark's help and find out more information. I hope that's real. I really hope that's real. I hope this isn't like... You know, because I can't help but be skeptical and think about that this has been in place because of, you know, ways to manipulate planets or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the big picture of how twisted things are. Oh, you don't, you don't want the Vultramites to, like, have an inside man in charge of the Coalition of Planets who can then go to all the other planets in the Coalition and turn them? Yeah. 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 I wouldn't put it past them. All right. Mm. 
That's that's all right. Mm-hmm. Alan and Thaddeus are going to take care of business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we get a, a quick scene of uh, Rick, who's now, you know, part robot, dealing with the fact that he's part robot, feeling like he's never going to be normal, and having a, a, a neat conversation with Donald, who we don't get to see that often. And um, Donald is ninety-eight percent robot. Yeah, he in, unearths his, his whole chest. chest, and I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yep. So I didn't expect. He's a to... he's a character primarily from Brit, and I recently um, read um, volume one of Brit. Um, Bill has it now. I would say actually. shout out to Billy because yeah. he's reading it. He was like, "Where's Brit?" So, yep. Yeah. And um, I was like, "Who? Who? Oh, Brittany!" I I'm like, "Yep, I'm over here." <laughs> yeah. Um, and what Donald refers to here actually happens in that volume, so that's kind oh. of cool. So it's a neat little tie-in. Um, I love those tie-ins. Oh yeah, they're great. There's so many of them too. I'm not trying to overwhelm you guys though. We're gonna kind of stick with. But some no, of the core it opens stuff. you up to like try to you know read something different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, then we get um, Amber talking to her friends, um, <laughs> all about how her friends don't, you know, don't really know Mark, and she, you know they think that she might like Gary because a twinkle in her eye. <laughs> um, twinkle. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't blame them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, and he goes to their school. They see him all the time. Uh, yeah, assume. and they don't see Mark because he's off, you know, saving the world and disappearing. Lightly in space. Yep. <laughs> And, um, but, and, but then he comes and like busts in, right? Yeah, <laughs> he he shows up and he's like, "Hey guys, I love that you you're pointing okay. at him, like pointing." Yeah. Um, and he like Amber's like, "How much of that did you hear?" And I love this line. He's like, "You know, remember that I, I don't have super hearing." And she's like, "Oh, right, that's right." Another nod to Superman. Like he he doesn't have the same powers as Superman. He's not Superman. Oh, that's funny. I didn't. Yeah, I that's didn't what make that connection. Yeah, that's what that little nudge was. Um, but I like how he invites everybody. Like, come on, everyone, you gotta get yeah. to know me. So yeah. You, so you can like me. Mm-hmm. He takes them out bowling and see a movie and stuff like that. And um, so we get to see also a um, uh, a quick scene of the Lizard League rising to power. Their leader was in prison, but he broke out during the Doc Seismic attack, and um, he's now rising to power and. He's kind of rallying them up, so that's a tease of what's coming. Yeah, I really didn't understand that, like, right away. Because yeah. it came out of nowhere. Well, first yeah. I didn't know, if, are they watching a TV show? Oh. Like, I, you know, I thought <laughs> yeah. maybe something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because the, the, this kind of looks like a very G.I. Joe kind of setting. <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, oh, well, maybe it's on a different planet. Like, I was really mm-hmm. trying to get the context. And same yeah. thing, I, like, looked back a couple pages. Like, did I miss something again? Mm-hmm. But... Then I just had to have faith and keep going that, yeah. you know. My, I was confused. Yeah. And, it, and it is very Hydra, you know. Doesn't it feel kind of like it Hydra? Does. Oh, jeez. Um, but, yeah. Um, we get to see Oliver. This is the first time we've seen Oliver since he was really, really little, barely talking. And he's kind of talking. He's he forming sentences. He's kind of talking. They said that he's, like, at a seventh grade reading level. Yeah. So, he's... He's really he's excelling with really... Um, well, that was my favorite part, though, when, when he w- was introduced back. Um, Debbie is saying how um, pretty much being a mom, telling him what to do. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, I love you, Mommy Debbie. Yeah, he calls, her, so he calls her Mommy Debbie. Yeah, and just like her little smirk smile at the end of that mm-hmm. section. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, you know, we know she took Oliver in. It was going to be a weigh on her emotionally but to actually see that he 
loves her. You can see love there. And yeah. She's, mm-hmm. she's repairing. Yep. You know, she's starting yeah. to get back to her normal self. Mm-hmm. Not drinking. Not drinking. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It seemed like this was the thing she needed in a way. Um, and we get a, a quick tease of the Seaquids coming. They're on the rise. They're uh, heading from Mars in this giant ship. And Russ is uh, under the Seaquid control. And he's on his way to take over Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we get uh, uh, a shot of the uh, Guardians of the Globe. Um, and Immortal shows up. And him and Duplicate just got married. Yep. They just went off and got married. And... Um, uh, what? The the one of the clips. What are they called? Button? No. No, like panel. Oh, panel. Panel, thank you. So one of the panels. When they're all happy, that one button bothers right. the hell out of me because it looks like her nipple. <laughs> <laughs> oh it does. Yeah. yeah. It's because it's the buttons are going from the left yeah. to the down right. Yep. It just bothered me. <laughs> um Poor. But he's so, he looks so happy, though. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. Immortal is obviously super happy. Rex is still sad. Mm-hmm. Well, he just keeps screwing up relationships. He deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, uh, and then while they're all celebrating, Cecil shows up and says, oh, there's, there's an attack coming from, a ship coming from Mars. And, you know, Shapesmith is like, uh, yeah, I, I know What's happening? I know what's going on. He's sweating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's been something I've been hiding. What did you guys think of the end of this issue? So this issue ends. Mark just decides to go visit Eve on a whim. He shows up in Africa. The he fact just, that he went on a whim. Yeah. There was no. There's nothing to precursor this because the last time we see Mark, he was. He's with Amber. Amber. And things ended really well. And things ended well. She kind of was like, no, we can't play tonight, you know, and they kind of, you know, leaves it at that. Yeah. And then on a whim, he goes, he just wanted to see her. They go up, they hug. There's this awkward moment where they just stare at each other. And then... Big picture. Boom. I loved it. I was like, (laughs) Mark fucking kisses Eve. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a, the art in this is beautiful. Such a great shot. It's so good. I was so happy when that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I again, closed. Closed it because it was like, point. ah. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm good. I'm good. I knew mm-hmm. this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or so I thought. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but immediately after that. Uh, I always get mad, that, though. After, like, yeah. After an epic moment like that you want it to continue mm-hmm. but then there's so much story you're like yeah because we find <gasps> out everything with Shapesmith and he's like hey I know why they're coming the, the, it's the sequids blah 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 Cecil fl- flips out on him and um, you know he, we we do get to go back directly to that moment though and yeah. you know of the kiss Pretty quickly and there's that awkward oh. like oh wait a minute you were yeah. kissing me I was kissing you what yeah <laughs> And I love this this page of um, Mark having to go. And he's like, okay, Eve can come. So, you know, him and Eve are flying. And he's like, I'm going to have to fly faster than you can go. So here, take my hand. And you get this awesome panel of them holding hands, even though he's essentially just carrying her. 
but she's looking at his hand as they're holding hands, and it's great, you know, just the look on her face, like, oh. Yeah, like, we, we gotta talk about this. Because mm-hmm. Mark says, he's like, I'm in love with Amber. I'm with Amber. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. That's, you know, it's okay. Like, can we talk about this later? We have to go. Yeah, and I was like, mm-hmm. poor Eve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cecil comes up with a team. He has a strike team to go into space because the sequids can attach to humans and control them, so he it only can be certain people that you know, have impenetrable skin. Yeah. You know, or, you know, like Eve or a robot can make themselves impenetrable. Um, and then on the way into space, we get a fun revelation about, um, you know, with uh, Monster Girl and Robot talking, and he asks her... Is this the Rudy conversation? Yeah, he asks her to call him Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Rudy Robot? <laughs> just, just Rudy. Just Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Um, and uh, while they're traveling through space, we get to see Amber's response to all of this. Mine was that bitch. <laughs> that so was she's she's angry. She's freaking out. She throws her phone, smashes her phone. Um, she's just unhappy with the fact that she, he has to go to space again. But you want to know what? He didn't, again, just leave. He As soon as he knew he was leaving, he's like, I have to call my mom. I have to call Amber. Like mm-hmm. He was completely responsible about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. What's going on? She knows the deal. Mm-hmm. So I mean, is this essentially like a long distance relationship? Right. Yes. I mean, at least she gets to see him maybe now and then, but I mean Or she's married to a farmer. Oh. <laughs> During summer. During summer. During summer. Oh. <laughs> so I think she's just being very selfish. You think yeah, so? Absolutely. Like this isn't just like a long distance relationship or something like that where no, I mean, I mean, at least she gets to see him every now and then, yeah, but and he's, it's he's, just not enough for her. It's not enough for her, but he's off saving the world. Like, you can't... Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, well, this has been a consistent problem. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's not anything new. No, but like we get... But now that he's yeah. in the picture, she's thinking about things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Because... In that scene, she picks up the phone and calls Gary. Because Gary's there. Hence. Mark's not. That bitch. <laughs> Cheating whore. <laughs> I always hated Amber. Always. <laughs> Never it's, liked it's her. name. I don't like the Amber. name. Amber. Yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know any Ambers. I knew one. I don't know. It just sounds there was like... One. There was one. And it, yeah, it applies. Pussy. Yeah, it applies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we've got... Um, We've got two things going on now. So this is a point in, in this volume in which two major events are going to be happening. Mm. We've got a team of the Guardians going into space to intercept the sequids. Then, and we've got the Lizard League taking over a missile silo in the desert. And um, uh, the B team, I guess you can call them, the other Guardians, um, are sent in to stop them. So... Uh, that issue, though, ends with, you know, the ship being blown up and Eve having to make a bubble First to keep all, everybody alive. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> whoa, Eve's power. Because we right? know she's been really learning how to manipulate it, use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, I was astounded. I was like, go Eve. Like, well, yeah, because it never really showed her what she can do, like, in battle, I guess you can say, in battle. But, mm-hmm. yeah, she left too soon, mm-hmm. you know, before we really got to see her. Yeah, and you've seen her make, like, a wall to stop something or like something heavy or, or an you know apple. yeah 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 or food or yeah. like um but it's kind of cool like her thinking on her feet and she she has really awesome powers and um it's and cool getting well yeah and an awesome butt well i know look at it and, and the panel 
that I'm looking at cuts it right there. Oh, so it like, oh they know what they're doing. Yeah, so it like mirrors her butt in the middle of the TNA. panel. TNA. <laughs> TNA. All over the oh. All over. <laughs> and then there's poor little monster girl. Put some gravy on it. Aw, monster girl. Poor little monster girl. Amanda. Amanda. So, um, and speaking of Eve's powers, after she makes that bubble, she has to push it up against the ship after they you know all the flyers push it up against the ship and uh she seals it and then they break through and she's like ready to pass out yeah um and then the onslaught of just the wave of sequids come into there um uh during this we've got the lizard league attacking and shrinking ray sneaks past the defenses opens the door and we get this awesome shot of uh um, Rex blowed and all the duplicates just pouring in and Rex is blowing them up with uh, with his you know ignited batons and everything and um, they're they're a little over their head I don't think they expected what happens here um, what what is it oh, I was just pointing out Kate's duplicates butt in another panel <laughs> <laughs> it's all about butts. <laughs> It's given some extra care. Mm-hmm. Looks, yeah. It looks extra. It's those. It's cheeks those. They're separated, so you could grab. That's so what those spandex. Like. <laughs> the spandex. It's the spandex. But yeah, I I, I actually really like um, seeing some of duplicates destroyed. Yeah. Because yeah. I got nervous for a second. I was like, oh, what if what if the original gets destroyed? Mm-hmm. And, but then they they answer. And she you says it right away. She's like, it's okay as long as one of one of me survives. Yeah. You know, and because she's just getting wrecked. She has copies just getting their heads cut off, smashed. She's just pulled apart. But you don't really get to see her either. Like this is the first time really that she. Yeah, you mean you, you see her like. You know, in the background fighting, you just see her like throwing a punch or something. I like, but I like little clips like this. Yeah, you can actually yeah. see them separately or like up with last big different... fight. Immortal like was being super protective over her and was like flying her away. Oh yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. she was getting so mad. But in this one, we see Rex just being like, "Okay, just be careful." Yeah, so you yeah. You can see the difference of how they treat, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. girls. Um, and then we cut to space. We see that uh, um, Russ is uh you know fighting back uh eve puts on her helmet and uh seals up so they can't the sequence can't get to her i was gonna ask if that's why i mm-hmm. just didn't know if it was like giving her something after no, that she like, needed since she was weak like a power up or yeah like, i just didn't know like if you notice her um her legs are completely covered her fingers are covered everything is completely mm-hmm. covered she makes kind of like this suit um that's impenetrable um and robot devises a plan he finds out that there's a way that they he can stop the sequids by transmitting this a wavelength yeah sound a, a sound wave that stops the sequids um during all of this death and destruction and chaos we get to see amber go on a little date night mm-hmm. with gary they go to the movies He's faking that phone call. It's fake. You think he's faking that phone call? <laughs> he gets well. He gets called away to to go to work, and uh, um, oh, he's like, "Oh no, no, I'm I'm with you tonight." And that's exactly what Amber wants right now. And you know they've talked about a boyfriend, this and that. So that's what, oh, and Gary knows that Mark's never around. Absolutely. So I, that's what I said. Yeah. I was like, I think it could be mm-hmm. a fake phone call. Mm-hmm. It could have been. I don't know. Um, cut to one of my favorite parts in all of volume four is this this lizard league fight just gets so intense with um rexplode and 
he just is putting up such a fight and duplicates are just getting destroyed and he kills the last of them and well, Shrinking Ray freaks out and yeah. and Rex is obviously freaking out and Shrieking Ray jumps at I think his name's Komodo and he just yeah he just eats him eats him he just ah oh, appetizer and just Dessert eats Shrieking Ray yeah. yeah so there goes yeah what do you get oh no I was gonna say because this is at this point too I said oh my gosh seeing Kate being destroyed was like completely epic and then I'm like did Kate just die did Ray just die yeah um he he eats part of. Uh, Rex's arm. Yeah, he like, bites Rex's arm while it's like igniting something, and then yeah. his head blows up. It's like you go into this, and it's like, oh, you know, oh, the B team's gonna go stop this stupid lizard league, and oh, then no. all of a sudden, it's like, oh. Yeah, I said it's the most epic page turning um, since the Nolan and Mark fight for me. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, I had to mm-hmm. keep going, and I, and I was so invested in, in all of these characters and then all of a sudden when they die, die. I was yeah. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, what's it's like, oh wait, happening? that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's that's that was like Yep. It was just excellent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Seeing half of her torso being thrown. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. It was just it was too much. Yep. It was in crazy. a good way. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I loved him losing his hand, um blowing up Komodo's head. Um and then you know, Rex thinks he's okay and uh the leader steps out from the shadows and puts a gun to his head. And that's the last thing we see of him in that issue. Meanwhile, Eve on the planet, uh, or on the ship, is trying to hold up this force field for everybody mm-hmm. to stop the sequids. And she's passing out because she's just pushing herself too much. So it was a very uh, intense issue. Um, yeah. And then she actually does pass out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, oh crap, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so that was a great cliffhanger. I loved that. that that, that was a issue. great issue. Yeah, great issue. I remember we were at work and you were, uh, you, Brittany, you had just finished the issue before that. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait for her to read the next one. <laughs> it's so crazy. Just everything that happens with Rex and everything. Yeah, that was that was an intense issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's crazy because like then it, the next one, it's like, yeah, I, yeah I love the, like, the hell I love how the the cover of issue forty one is Invincible at a parade. Yeah, and and that never that that scene is never in that that issue, but they talk about the parade. Yes, yeah. I thought that was I really like cool. That. that was really cool. Um, so robots device, you know, the plan works. He stops Ross, and they you know they get him off the ship. Um, and Shapesmith really helps and, out in that. Yeah, Shapesmith does help too. out, which is why I think that when they're escaping the ship, they're like they want to execute um, Shapesmith because he was a traitor to yeah. the Martians, and they're like, "Uh, let's go!" And, <laughs> and it shows them, and then like Invincible takes off out of the ship and like helps destroy the attacking spaceships, and it was a really cool scene with that. Um, but we go back to Rex now. See. There, there is so much going on with these issues, bouncing back and forth. Um, but now we go back to Rex and the Lizard League, and the last thing we saw is he has a gun to Rex's head, um, the leader of the Lizard League, and he actually shoots him in the head. He shoots him, but yeah. then he keeps going. And, mm-hmm. I, and I, my note was like, is Rex dead? Is he not dead? He lived? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's going nuts. Like, it's covered in blood, and it's just... Adrenaline. Adrenaline. Pure yes. adrenaline. Yep. Exactly. Yes. Like, it's only a matter of steps. Mm-hmm. Or he would have... I kind of had that thought of, do we have another immortal on our hands? Oh. And I was like, well, no. Then I no. Out. He just passes out and just he's done. done. Um, so, yeah. And then um, Mark goes back to Earth after saving 
saving the day in space from the sequids. Um, he kind of goes up and sees um, Amber and Gary um, talking to each other on the bed. Oh, yeah, his, um, his um, spying. Yeah, he kind of spies on them in the, in the window. Well, then it, it, it lets him in on, you know, well, the, now's the time. you know. And not only that, but mm-hmm. as he says, and um, afterwards he goes up and talks to her, he says, um, uh, I heard you talking to Gary, and you said, I know you didn't cheat on me. I know you guys were just friends. Like, she was telling Gary in that scene... Like, no, I have a boyfriend. I'm with Mark. Right. You know, and Gary, because at this point, Gary was was actually trying to, you know, like say, hey, where is this Mark? You know, why aren't, why aren't we together? Um, but then we actually get a scene where Mark asks Eve to talk. And she's like, yeah, I actually want to talk to you, too. And uh, they break up. Officially. Officially, and it was amicable. You it know, was, and I actually like for all the crap cool. we give. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's very real. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, like. yeah. And for all the crap we give Amber and stuff like that, I thought it was a really great breakup. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he kind of lays it out and says, "Yeah, I haven't been there. You, this isn't what you signed up for." And I get that you want some of that's around more often, um, but you know, this is just how it is. And they both know that. And she even says that I was going to say the exact same thing. Um, Besides the E. Besides the Eve part, because Mark tells her that he might explore things with Eve. So I don't think he needed to say that. <laughs> but, but I, I still like, like, I like that he says everything, you know? Yeah. Like, it is I very never, open. It shows that they were friends. And, and it's only there because he knew that this Gary guy was I feel like hanging that's, around. Oh, that's you're right. Just like you're in a right. little dig. Like, no, I, well, I feel like it was his way of saying it's okay if you want to. You're right, because I, feel, right yeah. because I feel like, wouldn't Amber feel like, oh, I can't, you know, be with Gary, because, I mean, yeah. then he'll know that I liked like, him oh, well while I was with, with you. if Eve, then, you know, I can be with Gary. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a nice, amicable... Give her, you're right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we get to see um, a quick scene of... Uh, immortal morning kate and um mm-hmm. he mentions he says oh i wish we could have found her brother to go to the service and yeah, that was a neat probably, little thing yeah. yeah and then um and we find out that rex is okay marco's to visit him and rex is like yeah you got a parade and uh <laughs> where's my parade i saved the world too and just kind of like messing with him and i kind of like rex here you know this is this was a point in which i liked him kind of being a dick because it's like he just got the shit kicked out of him witnessed you know two of his teammates die and then like he's still kind of joking yeah you know what well, i mean the only connection that mark can really make with him is broke up with my girlfriend and yeah in there yep <laughs> um and then we see the end of this issue russ livingston back in his apartment <sighs> mm-hmm. the sequence yeah it never ends so the sequins uh are back he actually coughs one up Ew. yeah it's kind of gross and um, he, he, you know, it or he or whatever says it might take five years if it has to, but the sequence will be back. So that looks like the guy I passed on the way here. Oh, really? Puking at the bar. Oh. <laughs> uh, out of the nose and everything. Uh, oh, it is coming out of his yeah, nose too. God, yeah. gross. Um, next issue starts with Mark standing on the moon, and I liked. I I wrote this down as a note because I liked this. He was just kind of talking about how bored he was and everything like that. And uh, and then we cut to um, uh, 
back on duty, you know? Yeah, exactly. Just kind of like yeah. doing the grunt work. Mm-hmm. And we cut to these astronauts talking about him. And I liked this conversation with the astronauts because it was a very, we don't get to see normal people, mm-hmm. you know, talk much about the superhero world. And they have this, you know, these two astronauts have this conversation about how, you know, oh, don't, do you trust him after what his dad did? And the other astronaut's like, oh, you know, he's the one that stopped his dad, you know, everything that he's done. And, um, and it was just neat seeing the two of them kind of disagree in a way. Like one, one doesn't trust Mark at all and the other one does. And, um, and it was just cool because we get to see this third astronaut, uh, show up and she's talking about how I was on Mars and he saved my life. So if you want to talk crap about him, don't, you know, don't do it around me, you know, and whatnot. And then we just cut to like Mark standing there with his hands on his sides. (laughs) And it was just really dopey looking. And I just thought that was, that was funny. Well, yeah, because it's... It just shows how everyone has a different, you know, story and what's important to them. And whatever's happening in that situation is just the most epic situation. Mm-hmm. But in another parallel storyline, it's just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <sighs> then Mark, what are going to do today? <laughs> yep. Mark gets called away. There's a giant attacking the city who wants to become president of the world. and um, <laughs> <laughs> But in a really dumb way. Yeah. He's just... <laughs> Really funny, and, and 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 we later find out Cecil tells him that he was actually an eight-year-old boy who was cursed by a witch in another dimension or something. And Cecil's like, "Trust me, I can't make this stuff up." <laughs> but his funny. tagline was back. Didn't he say like, "I'm invincible again"? Or oh something? yeah, yeah. And he, <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. Um. And uh, we get a talk between um, Mark and William, and um, what was this mostly about? I have it written down. I think it, Mark is just getting frustrated with school because a lot of this volume has a lot to do with Mark just can't take school anymore. He's not, I mean, he couldn't handle, you know, being in a relationship with Amber. He wasn't around enough. He's off saving the world. And on top of all this, he's still going through college. And I mean. Well, yeah. And then he's talking about, too, how instead of focusing on school, he's trying to read his father's books. Oh, that because, too. Yeah, yeah. Because he's trying to obviously learn how to defeat them so mm-hmm. it's just um that's yeah. on top of saving the world doing other things he's still doing research yep. and reading those and books. then he has to be roommates with someone Whiny like pants. william who is goes and says oh what if i hook up with amber and that'll that oh yeah just just I, I liked him for one moment and that was it <laughs> um, punch him. <laughs> oh yeah here's the we, invincible that's what i was thinking oh yeah 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 he says, I'm invincible, and then he's like, I, I really got to stop using that I'm invincible line. <laughs> um, we got to see a, a great scene um, with uh, Debbie talking about how she really loves Oliver. Yeah. And uh, talking to Mark about him. And um, Oliver's like, he looks like he's 12 years old. Yeah, he's, he went from being 8 to being 12 in the yeah. matter of weeks. Yep. That. Yep. He's growing really fast, and he wants to play baseball with. Mark. Mark throws the ball over his head, and Oliver is now flying. Surprised Mark. I thought that was cute. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, like, an awesome way to introduce him getting his powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, like, as soon as I saw this end panel, I was just like, I cannot wait to see some side-by-side flying, them doing things, mm-hmm. like... I can't. I can't wait to see. Oliver's gotta be getting a costume. Something's gonna be happening. Mm-hmm. Like so. This this is the first moment where I got really excited 
for what's coming. Which is yeah. also something to add to Mark's schedule is probably now his now he's brother. got a brother to yes. yeah yeah so he's got a lot going on. Um, we get to see uh, I mean that's pretty much where that picks up too. Mm-hmm. The next issue picks up with it's Mark talking about how. He needs a mentor. He needs somebody to teach him because Debbie's like, no flying in the house. You can't do that. You you know. You know, typical mom stuff. Yeah. Well. Well, as she, I said, she's back. She's yeah. like, when she sees that Oliver's flying, she's like, oh, that didn't take long. Like again, yeah, yeah. No sweat off my back. Yeah, you know, she's, been mm-hmm. a, she's a champ. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And she knows. Uh, she's worried because he's so young still, young with powers, and and what that could lead to, and um, and another reason why Mark wants to quit school so badly. Um, but during this, uh, we find out that Alan is, uh, is back to earth. Mm-hmm. Him and Immortal go at it a little bit because there's a misunderstanding. Um, then, yeah, Mark comes in and gets them to stop, but I love his comment of, oh, you're beefier. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, when, when, yeah, when Alan's trying to talk him into going to, to Lescria and... Yes, yes, mm-hmm. talking to Thaddeus and... Yep, and uh, that's when, um, you know, Alan scans the books because, you know, cause I, I love it because Mark was like, um, Alan says, you know, oh, I want you to come to the coalition or to Telescria or whatever and, um, and, to, and to meet with Thaddeus. And Invincible's like, no, no, I've been in space twice. I, I, I can't do this anymore. He's like, he just flat out says, no, I don't have to fight you, do I? Like, right. are we going to fight? Is this going to happen? Like, because I'm not going. Um but in the end, it worked out for Alan because um, he got some information. You know, he found out about his brother. He found mm-hmm. out about the books. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, did they have a conversation about his dad? Like how he's being imprisoned? Yes, yeah. yes, that yes. too. You're right. So that was another... Clue you know, for Alan to kind of know what's going on. So yeah. he, he does get a lot of information. Um, and uh, uh, I love... I love William walking in and uh, and seeing Alan and just freaking out and running out the door. <laughs> and I love the panel, you know, the next panel, because, again, it's showing that same artwork. Oh, again, yeah. <laughs> that's like, to so... Phil's face, but <laughs> same face, different words. It's mm-hmm, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in that issue, um, Immortal quits. The Guardians. Yeah, he says he yeah. needs to take a, a leave because he's just... Well, I mean, after everything with Kate and, yeah. hit, and then with that confrontation with Alan... Yeah, he feels he just, like he's not in the game. He's not in the right mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then Cecil... Yeah. Butthead. Oh, let's, let's uh, give it back to Robot. Yeah, you know, let's what a, come. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I, I don't mind Robot being back into the being the leader, mm-hmm. but it's just... Yeah. Man, yeah, you think... Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, what did you think of... How this issue ended. Um, it, <laughs> it ends with, you know, Mark or Mark in his, in his room. Someone knocks at the door. William goes to get it, and it's Eve. It was great. Did you like that? Uh, yeah, I like how that ended. I don't know what to think of it. Because it's like, she's like, so are we dating or what? Well, you figure <laughs> she went through, you know... Being with him, like fighting, and I mean they are pretty close. So, I think it's like, because let's figure this shit out. I think it's because of the kiss, right? I mean, well, yeah. since all right, so after the kiss, she was like, "All right, well, is this a thing?" And Mark's the one that's like, "No, I'm with Amber." So yeah. now yeah, that there's now no Amber, knows. yeah, so she kind of shows up and yeah, 
I like it because it's like... <laughs> shows her feisty side. It, yeah, it kind of does. I'm taking what I want and mm-hmm. I want you. Mm-hmm. FYI. <laughs> so I was like, get it, girl. Yep. <laughs> and her hand on her hip. That's what I mean. It's, like, it's really sassy. Yep. <laughs> I like Because, again, you see her as more of like a humanitarian, wants mm-hmm. to help. Yep. So to actually like see her demanding something was so, really fun. All right. So now... From uh, both of your perspectives, how did you like the converse, conversation that followed? Eve says, you know, I want to be with you. This is what I wanted for a long time. We can make this work, you know, and so on. And then Mark says, I know you wanted this because you told me. I met I, the future you. And she said that, you know, and she told me how you were obsessed with me. And, and, she, and Eve responds with, were you, you know, did you have feelings for me before Future Me told me? Are you feeling guilty? Is this why? And Mark kind of says, I don't think so. Well, unless he doesn't know. Like, yeah. He never really. But then he kind of like, he kind of like quickly goes, oh, I mean, he like backpedals and is like, well, yes, I mean, I do have feelings for you. And then she just kind of. Well, at that point, absolutely. Freezes up. If that was me in that situation and obviously, so, you know, someone has feelings for you, it's like. That's how I was in middle school. Oh, I found out a boy liked me, so I'm gonna like him too. But yeah, that yeah, that, that's funny. That's actually very good. That's that's how it goes. But he had a terrible like choice of words. <laughs> he He's sure did. Obsessed. I I probably would have get. I would have gotten pissed too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. say obsessed. She just loved him. Yeah. No mm-hmm. girl wants to be known as obsessed or possessive. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I know, but I I thought this writing was genius. Right. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this conversation, um, and I love how it just Mark really puts it out there that you know you told me again. He doesn't hold anything back. No, I really like that about his character. Yeah. you know he's very he really honest, does. He doesn't keep and, anything from anybody. You no. know what? You're right, and that's something that I'm I'm noticing in rereading this that I never really got before. Like he is extremely honest. Yeah, and he tells every everybody like it is. And I just, and of course I felt crushed for Eve, like, mm-hmm. because finding out that he might not have had real or legitimate feelings for her, yeah. or they're only there because he knew about them, yeah. like, that's crushing, because she has cared for him for a long time. And she's been respectful, mm-hmm. for the most part, mm-hmm. of, you know, his other relationships. But in his defense, he didn't really know when, because she was with Rex. Rex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was just being a stupid he... boy. Can we just, just <laughs> stupid boy who didn't know, and then just kind of put her in the friend zone. No one deserves to be put in the friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It made me angry. I was yeah. like, we were so we're close. so close, right? Yeah, so far away now. Well, yeah, I know. Especially like near the end of that conversation, there's the a panel of her just looking with and she's so silent like right after that she's just kind of like shocked and she doesn't she's not angry or sad she's just kind of like stone faced and then she just kind of like turns and walks out and then you find out like William passed her in the hall and he's like I think she was crying and then Mark's like oh what did I do yeah yeah, stupid boy. Dumbass. Stupid. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Go but, after her. But but like you said, great writing. Very yeah. real. You know, yeah. very real. And and you you know when Kirkman does scenes that are real because you like feel it and you're like ooh, you know, mm-hmm. it's like gut wrenching. Um, also in this issue, we find out that Debbie isn't really having issues um, with relationships. <laughs> 
Well, do you know, actually, can I tell you something? Yeah. Like, the exchange between her and April, which is the tutor, yep. you know, like, seemed really friendly. So then all of a sudden, when she starts telling Mark that she met someone, I'm like, is it April? No way, really? Like, yeah, that's like, I don't know why I thought that, but I totally was like, ooh, but... No, that's that's great. That, yeah. That's a great observation. I didn't think that, but that's... Didn't even cross my Totally mind. found it. No, it makes sense. Yeah, um, I mean, after dealing with such a terrible man, why not? Yeah. But no, anyway. she, she found a guy named Paul, and she was excited to tell Mark about it. Mark's happy for her. Um, and then a Voltramite stands next to him and says, come with me or I'll kill your mother. Yeah. It's like, uh, what? Yeah, shit just got real, real quick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, um, What's so her name is Anissa. Anissa. Anissa, okay. yep. Um, she, uh, shows up, and what did you think of her, uh, her speech? She kind of talks about how, um, like, it, it Voltramite's taking over Earth isn't that bad that they'd make it a utopia, that by the time Earth was, you know, used up of all its resources, nobody alive would remember a time before the Voltramites were living there. So... Um, yeah, all I can say is the conversation that she has or that she's talking to Mark, it, it makes sense. Like, I feel like um, it was a really good way to explain it. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, she's just really good at manipulating people. And I can see why other planets would be like, okay, it makes sense. Yeah, you got to think. This isn't their first planet. Right. You know? So they're very skilled at manipulating people in their situation. Mm -hmm. But I do like how we get to hear their side. Instead of just beating the crap out of everybody. Yeah, it's a little more insight. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. A little bit more character to the Voltramite people. and mm-hmm. Well, and the, I feel like there's a reason why Kirkman had a woman deliver this. Mm-hmm. Because I still feel like you see a woman as more approachable, mm-hmm. um, more honest, not as violent. And maybe that's intentional. Well, they, that's exactly. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I maybe feel... if she had longer hair and didn't look like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's what all of their women look like. Maybe. Hey, maybe. That's maybe why Nolan chose an Earth woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I feel like that was, yeah, purposeful. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked uh, her trying to prove herself mm-hmm. by helping him stop the monster, and can, she just yeah, can I hurt can I hurt the can monster? I hurt the monster? <laughs> and you just see like this awesome panel on this page of her just flying straight through the thing's head. Yep, and, and it's like, like oh, there's the blood. <laughs> it's like done. <laughs> the violence is still there. It's yeah. still there. Yep. Um, you know, she helps get all the people safe, and um, she says, you know, she talks again to Mark, and is like, so, what do you say? You know, you're going to help? You're going to help us rule, take over this planet? Mark's like, nope. Nah. I'm good. Not convinced. And they fight a little. Um, yeah, her, her flip, switch flips. Yeah. Should I say? Or yep. she's like, I'm me. Bitch. And do you remember? Bitch. 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 And um, do you remember what she tells Mark uh, after the fighting? About like what where they where they leave it. Oh, doesn't she give him just like an X amount of time? Yeah, she says. Again, um, another yeah, yeah time there's another time frame. She says that a replacement is coming. Yeah, well, so and you know what? And I remember saying earlier that they're not going to give him the hundred years. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, we knew not. we knew that someone yeah. else was coming. So actually, when I saw her, I was like. Oh, here we go. Sooner than later. So then I was surprised that she said, you know, someone's coming, but she still let him live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But 
Well, she said that resources were in other places right now and that she doesn't, you know, nobody's available to come to this planet. So you'll do for now, but we'll be back soon with the replacement because so she's not the replacement. Him. Right, I know, I know. So just a question to throw yeah, out there. Yeah, Is he going to have to fight this replacement? Well, that's what she says. Then... She says that you'll, you know, when the replacement comes, be prepared to turn over Earth or you'll die Yeah. to the replacement. So um, then she takes off and um, Alan runs into her. Well, he runs into the ship, and I love this. It was, it <laughs> Did was. They see me? Oh crap! They saw me. Yeah, it was this scene that you know, Alan is just smiling and flying through space, like did did and he's like, I wonder, uh, I wonder if um, what's her name? Oh, I always forget his girlfriend's name. And yeah, but he's talking about marriage. Um, yeah, he's like talking about like, oh, I wonder. Uh, she really loves. I really love her. I wonder if she knows how much she loves. I love he her. He just reminds me of like this puppy dog, like yeah. this giant. Bulldog, puppy. puppy dog. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the ship like, almost hits him, and uh, he's like, oh, crap, did they see me? Oh, crap, it stopped. Crap, crap. You know, and it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, and Nessa comes out, and she starts talking about how, you know, he would end up, you know, she's going to put him in prison, and he gets the idea. He's like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, he thinks back to that conversation with Mark mm-hmm. about Nolan. So he's like, ooh, pertinent information like, yep. let's yep. let's get it going so yep. and so um so smart on his part so yep. smart and his little smirk at the end when she's taking him uh-huh. yeah oh no well yeah. yeah because even she notices how much stronger this alien race is because they i think doesn't she say like yeah you hit me harder than my husband ever did or yeah <laughs> yeah crazy. yeah like, mm. another peek into Voltramites. yeah um yep uh, we get a scene of Mark just like flipping out and like he can't take it anymore and he's so sick of it. He's found out that he's failing his class regardless of if he shows up anymore. Yeah. And he just flies out into the sky and he's just like just venting and he just. Well, yeah, and because and shortly before that too, his mom just had had a big conversation with him about how you're not quitting school, you're mm-hmm. staying in school, mm-hmm. it's important. Mm-hmm. So he's feeling all this additive pressure. And yeah. Like I said, he finds out he's failing, so he's just. He's add done. It, add it to the list. Yeah. Of, 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 poor, of poor Mark's burdens. Mm-hmm. Um, this issue ends with um, a scene with Debbie and a scene with Nolan. Nolan's in prison. Debbie's on a date with Paul. And, um, you know, they both confess something. Um, what is it? Um, the thing that upsets me the most is knowing that he never really loved me in the first place. Yeah, and then... And just you that get, grimacing look. Like, she's like, it's painful to even say it out loud. Yeah, yeah. and this, and she, we've never like, really seen her talk about it. Mm-hmm. She, she never did. The only person, I think, was that one with, um, lawyer friend. Oh, yeah, she did talk with the lawyer friend about it. And she um, she talked to Art about it, but we never saw it. He just brought bottles it. over. Exactly. You know? So, and, this, um, yeah, this is the first time we, we actually get to see and experience her pain. Yeah, mm-hmm. And Nolan kind of countering that pain by saying... I think I, I miss my wife. I hate you. I knew. I knew it was going to happen. I said, and she's going to freaking take this piece of shit back. <laughs> that's, that's something that you've been saying since volume one. I was so mad. I can't even tell you. I, like, I lost it because I'm, I'm sure I wrote something terrible about that situation. But anyway... <laughs> I, yeah, he misses his wife. Are you kidding me? Yep. And, I mean, how can she not? She's got, now, both of his kids. She's going to 
She just found her happiness. She's getting back to her normal self. And then this fucker is going to come ruin it all again. Yep. Make her throw everything out the window. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so mad. I know. That's okay. Uh. <laughs> He's back. He's back again. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of being back. Um, <laughs> duplicates alive. What? Was that a nice surprise for so you guys? I was so excited. Yeah. No, no, no. Really. I didn't see that coming. It, and it was one of those things where it's like, oh, duh. Why don't you just hide one of your copies? Yeah. You know? So smart. Yeah. So, so smart. That was great writing. I loved that. And it was like, oh, okay. Um, so in this issue, we get to actually find out about Duplicate and a little bit of her brother. Yeah, she brings um, him right away. She's afraid that he's going to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh... Well, Mark is training. He's actually starting his exercising, um, which is nice. We get to see they're starting to get a little worried about a vulture mite coming, his replacement, so he's going to start working out. Um, him and uh, Rex go on a little trip to go stop a burglary. Um, these two guys named uh, Dropkick and Fightmaster are um, trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I love the part when Mark is flying Rex. And he said, you know how uncomfortable arm-pitting is? Yep, that's, that came <laughs> back. That was that a part. throwback to, like, wasn't he carrying Titan like that a long time ago? Um, it has been a couple scenes um, where he's carrying people well, like just, that. Yeah, always the fact that he's going to be flying somebody. Something. Flying it's someone. Always, so gay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. gay. <laughs> um, so while, while they're fighting um, these two, you know, time thieves or whatever um i love that they're just talking about girls and mark's just kind of like letting him punch him and he's like trying to hold back and they're just talking about eve and everything like that um and then multiple shows up which the last time you guys saw multiple was in the origins little throwback thing and you get to see like oh duplicate has a brother named multiple multiple and um i like how you say it though because it like makes it great it's great duplicate (laughs) multiple yeah um and Rex gets his ass kicked again, like like yeah. normal. <laughs> what else is new? I mean, that's all he that's all he's there for. That's what he's in there for. Thanks, Rex. Um, There's always one. But I always, you know, I I like to see him get beat up. What can I say? You know, right, right. I do. That's what happens when you cheat on your girlfriend? <laughs> and then um, Duplicate shows up. They kind of put a stop to all the fighting. Multiple goes. Well, yeah, because Multiple thought that Rex had something to do with her death. Yes. So he was really going after him, so Kate had to explain the situation. Mm-hmm. And obviously she's alive, and Rex is a good guy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Multipol is being sent to prison, um, and then that issue ends with um, Nolan being declared ready for execution. Yep. So the time has come for Nolan to die. Well, first of all, how crazy is it that they let him heal and mm-hmm. get strong enough just to kill him? Yep, because it's it's it's, it's like a uh, what is it? It's like it's, a it's gonna be a battle royale. Like, well, it's they 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 believe so much in the, in perfection that they don't think it's honorable to you know to to die. Weak. Yeah, to die weak. Like their their whole thing is about being the strongest. So they have yeah. Now yeah. that he's fit to be executed. Yeah. They're going to throw down. Mm-hmm. So, and then we get to the final issue of Hardcover Volume 4. This is issue 47. Um, we get to see that Alan has made contact with Nolan. So, there's a, a little oh, yeah, exchange of glance. Yeah. So, yeah. Alan and Nolan are in the same place. Nolan is being sent to be executed soon. So, something's got to happen. Like, he's there. The pieces are in place. Um, and that's the last we see of them. We also get to see a little bit of um, Titan. 
um, Mr. Liu, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, but sure, um, this um, Asian old man with a metal jaw. jaw, yeah, is saying that Multipol was worked for him and he wants him to be released from prison and Titan basically says he'll do what he can to help out, you know. Yeah. But it was cool seeing Titan again in that, you know, mob boss position, you know. Um, and where, I was like, oh, yeah, he's still him. here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the coolest scenes in this volume <laughs> was uh, you get to see Invincible fighting up close as, as he's like saying, hi take that. And then Mark walks in and William's the one wearing his costume. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But with forgot. no pants. But with no pants on. <laughs> I, I totally forgot about that. Okay. Yep, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I had to drop it. So great. Um, and um, we also see Monster Girl training um, uh, and her getting frustrated and... Um, it was just a great scene between the two of them because she kind of like says how much she means to him because she notices that she's getting younger yeah. um, and she says that she doesn't want to lose him. So you actually get to see their relationship starting to really take a serious turn. Um, and that was really great. Well, um, yeah, well, because she, like you said, she's realizing since she's getting younger, you know, how much is at stake and she can actually recognize her feelings, which... Yeah. I think is huge, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, Rudy. <laughs> yeah, and I loved it. She was like, you you age like a normal kid, right? Because I want to have a couple more years before people look at us weird because I'm getting younger. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I really like them. Um, then we have um, Tether, Tyrant, Tether Tyrant and Magnamaniac, um, two of the villains from the fight with Titan... Um, Remember, he went in with that Battle Beast and all yes. those other villains? Like, yeah, crazy, yeah. yeah, these are two of those villains. And they decided to rob an a, a armored car. Um, but Mark gets called on the scene. And um, Oliver goes with him. And he shows up. And like you were saying earlier, you're excited to see him in action. Oh, yeah. And we get to see our first little taste of that. Um, yeah, he's peeking and yeah. checking things out. He uh, knocks a guy out. He knocks Magnamaniac out. And... Um, and then kind of helps Mark a little bit with um, with taking down Tether Tyrant. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that that first epic punch, I was like, Oliver. Yep. I was yep. so I was so excited, and I was actually really glad to see him participate because you know I know he's half. Say it for me. Vultramite. Vultramite. Thank you. <laughs> half Vultramite. So he's got that. You know, in him, mm-hmm. but to actually see him carry it out, yep. it was, I was really excited. And then again, I'm like, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And then the look as Invincible takes off and Oliver beneath him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I so, just love that he's so up to him. the final. I know, it's yeah, such a good it is cute. So, the final scene of Hardcover Volume 4 is we get to see um, uh, Cecil find out that. Oliver has his powers. He's not too happy that that was kind of kept from him, um, but he has to go take care of that. So he walks away to go take care of that, and he tells D.A. Sinclair to, you know, keep doing what you're doing, and we get to see that D- what D.A. Sinclair has been up to. Mm-hmm. And he has made what looks like a small army of Rhiannon all with the American flag all over them. So In he's, USA at the very top. Oh, I never even noticed that. Right above their <laughs> eye, it says USA. Um... 
so yeah, he's working for the government, making more reanimating. So, and you know, and all throughout this, and this, he look, he actually looks like uh, Cecil right there. I was gonna say he he mirrors Cecil's face. Oh, with that every, scar and the, the jaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be like the replacement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like throughout this whole um, hardcover, we don't see Cecil have genuine or real conversations. Mm-hmm. Like he really does take a back role in this and I feel like they're because they're preparing us for chaos yeah when it comes to Cecil and things yep. that are happening so I just um there are definitely things brewing and it's it's coming soon um that was issue 47 Kirkman makes a big deal out of variables of 25 usually variables of 25 are a big deal so 50 so 50 is coming up in like three issues that's awesome um and 50 is a big deal. Oh. Um, obviously, 75 was a cool one, and 100 was obviously a huge deal. I I, re- I remember when 100 came out. And because how big of a deal we were all talking about. Oh my about gosh, yes, you guys yeah. were all texting, going back and forth. Did you get to 100? Did you read it? Just, yeah. So, you know, I rolled my eyes at the time, and now, well, yeah. now I am excited. Yep. You can understand. So I'm really excited for you guys to read Volume 5. Um, what uh, Normally, off, off mic or whatever, I would show you Volume 5 and you take it home. But I want to show it to you now because you're going to see it, obviously, beforehand. So I want to know what you think of this. So the cover to Volume 5... Oh, he's so cute! <laughs> ...is Mark... First of all, new new costume. So I'm, uh, this yeah. is obviously oh, Mark yeah. because that's Oliver. Yep. And he, look at his... Oh, but that's the symbol, isn't it? That's Omni-Man. Or, uh, yeah, Omni-Man. Yeah. yeah. His... So the cover of Hardcover Volume 5 has Mark in a new costume. It's black and blue. And um, Battle Beast. Oh, yep. You're seeing like things on the cover. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Of course, that's the thing. Yes. And it doesn't give me any way. But yep, you're gonna see some Battle Beast. Um, and then Oliver has a little O on his chest. Oh, I mean, and I love how it's it, it's showing reference to Robin. Oh yeah, like, it definitely has a little bit of a Robin him. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. It does look like the Omni Man O, but mm-hmm. it is also Oliver O. Like, yeah, it's great. Oh, this is cool. So, fun stuff. Thank you both again for doing this. Um, and uh, I think that's everything. So, yeah, you can um, remember, if you want to write into the podcast, uh, you can write in at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com, um, or you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter. Um, uh, go subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review. Um, all that kind of stuff helps out. So, yeah, see ya. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.